Hello folks, welcome back to another episode of the TCM Folks. And in today's episode, we are going to be talking about TCM organs, like the TCM organ system. Now the TCM organ is a really big topic, it's a massive topic, I think it covers like maybe one quarter of uh, one of my textbooks, right? It's a really, really huge topic, um, but it's also a very, very important concept in TCM. As, as a physician, we use this TCM organ concept a lot, and people often get confused between you know TCM organs and the conventional uh, Western medicine organs that we are more familiar with. Right? So in today's episode, I want to clear up some misunderstanding between uh, what a TCM organ is versus, you know, what a conventional Western medicine organ is, as well as, you know, briefly talk about what these organs do and what we use them for, more specifically in a clinical setting. Okay, so just to start off, maybe let me introduce to you what a TCM organ is in the first place. So in TCM, we have this concept called Wu Zhang, Liu Fu, and Qi Heng Zhi Fu. So Wu Zhang, you can understand them as five, the five primary organs. Liu Fu, you can understand them as the six secondary organs. And the Qi Heng Zhi Fu, you can understand them as special organs. Now the, the Qi Heng Zhi Fu or the special organs, we don't use them as much. So I won't really talk much about them in this episode. Let's focus more instead on the five primary and the six secondary organs instead. Okay, so what the five primary organs are, they are the heart, the lung, the spleen, the liver, and the kidney. So I say again, they are the heart, the lung, spleen, liver, and the kidney. While the six fu or the six secondary organs are the gallbladder, the large intestines, the small intestines, the bladder, the stomach, and the triple burner. So gallbladder, large intestines, small intestines, bladder, stomach, and triple burner. Okay, so this triple burner is, is, is a special kind of TCM organ. It's also a very, very complicated topic on its own, so I, I won't uh, dive too much into it. But just know that in TCM, we have this concept called Wu Zhang, Liu Fu, which simply means that there's five primary organs and six secondary organs. Okay, so the main difference between a TCM organ and your conventional Western medicine organs is that conventional uh, conventional Western medicine organs, they are based on this concept of physiology, right? Each of these organs based on science and based on, you know, research and anatomy, they have its own specific function. So the lung is responsible for the gaseous exchange of oxygen and CO2, right? The heart is there to pump blood, right? The kidneys are there to facilitate urine uh, production, right? So on and so forth. Each of these organs have their own we call it uh, physiological functions to them, right? In TCM, these organs also, to a certain extent, we respect and we understand that they have these kind of basic physiological functions to them as well, right? So the heart, we say uh, in TCM, sing zhu xue, right? The heart is re responsible for blood, which is quite in line with conventional Western medicine physiology, right? Or fei zhu qi, Right, the lungs are responsible for air, which you can understand it as gaseous exchange. Right, so the TCM understanding of these Western medicine organs also has, to a certain extent, the physiological aspect of it. Okay, but what makes TCM organ not the same as Western medicine organs is the fact that they have this additional component to them, 
and this component is that of philosophy. Right, so TCM organs also integrate this element of philosophy into them. Right, so as I've talked about the concept of yin and yang, the concept of qi, right, all these concepts are integrated into the TCM organ system as well. Right, so apart from the traditional understanding, the heart governs blood, the lungs govern uh, gaseous exchange or governs air, we also have elements of this philosophy coming in. And this is why we say that TCM organs are not the same as Western medicine organs, even though they do share some similarities, but they are not the same. Right? So the next time you go to a, a TCM physician, then your doctor tells you, hey, your, your kidney is deficient or your liver is uh, in excess, not functioning properly. It's not that we are saying that you have a kidney disease or a liver disease. It's just that this TCM function of the organ right, is not functioning at 100%, and that is why you may be experiencing uh, certain symptoms. Right? I'll go more into it uh, later on as well. Okay. So the next point that I want to talk about is what do these TCM organs do? So when we are studying TCM organs, we learn that each organ has its own unique functions and associations. Right? They have their own function and their own associations. So what do I mean by function? So for example, our heart, as I've mentioned above, governs blood, sing zu xue. This is what we call the function of the primary organ heart in TCM. Sing zu xue, heart governs blood. Right? And this is more or less, as I mentioned above, in line with the conventional wisdom, right? the traditional understanding of what the heart does. But from a more philosophical angle, a more philosophical point of view, the heart also governs our spirit. Right? This is where you can see the, the disconnect between Western and Chinese medicine organs. Right? In TCM, we say that the heart governs our spirit, which is unheard of right, in Western medicine. So what does heart governs our spirit mean? Right? So our heart governs our spirit simply means that it is related to our consciousness, it is related to our thought, our thinking. Right? This is why we say that sometimes when you have problems like you cannot sleep, you have insomnia or you maybe have some uh, depression or if you have, say, restlessness, these are things that we say are associated with the consciousness, the conscious mind. And, and because we know that the heart is linked to this spirit, that's why we say that these illnesses or these symptoms of, let's say, depression, insomnia are related to the heart from a TCM point of view. Right, so this is what a, a TCM organ function is. Right? We say that the heart governs our blood. We say that the heart governs our spirit. So this is basically the two more common functions of the heart. But we also have associations. Right? Each of these primary organs have their own specific associations as well. So what do I mean? So in the case of the heart, the heart is associated with the fluid sweat. Right? So every organ is associated with a particular fluid. Right, the heart is associated with the fluid sweat. And why we say why why we say this is the case is because sweat is mainly the fluid that seeps out from the blood. Right? And since the heart the heart governs blood, therefore we say that sweat is closely related or associated to the heart. Right? Then going one step further, if sweat is related to the heart and the heart houses the spirit or the heart governs the spirit then it's easy to understand why we tend to sweat more when we get nervous or excited, right? So you can see it's actually got a link one, right? Another example I give you is the liver, right? So the liver stores blood. This is, this is also quite in line with conventional uh, Western medicine organ understanding, right? The liver stores blood. 
But from a more philosophical point of view, the liver also regulates our qi, right? The liver is in charge of ensuring the smooth flow of qi throughout the body. And this qi regulating function of the liver is very, very important for many reasons. Okay? So one reason is because it helps to balance our emotions. So in TCM, the liver is closely related to our emotions because of this qi regulating function. Right? When our qi is flowing smoothly, we are calm, we are content, we are relaxed, we are happy, we are emotionally stable. But this also means that emotional imbalances can turn around and affect our flow of tea as well, or vice versa. Right? When the tea is not flowing too well, we start to feel angry, we start to feel agitated, we start to feel anxious, annoyed. Secondly, this flow of tea is important is because it enables the spleen to function optimally. Right, one of the main functions of the spleen is to govern circulation, circulation of nutrients throughout the body. And this circulation of nutrients is heavily dependent on qi, which is in turn regulated by the liver. This is why we say that sometimes patients who are very stressed, right, we say that stress affects the liver. But these patients also more often than not present with symptoms like bloating. Symptoms like indigestion, which are symptoms of the digestive system and not the liver. Why is this the case? It's because we say that the liver governs our qi, right? And when you're stressed, the qi or the liver qi is affected. And as a result, it then affects the spleen system as well or the digestive system as well because this digestive system also is dependent on this qi energy that the liver regulates. And this is how, you know, organs actually interact and relate to one another. And this is why we say TCM is always a holistic kind of medicine. We don't only look at one symptom. We don't only look at one part of the body. As a rule of thumb, you know, when we're diagnosing diseases as much as possible, we look at the entire body. Right? Another association that the liver has is associated to our eyes. And this is why we say that symptoms like dry eyes, red eyes, blurred vision, they are usually the result of a compromised liver function. Usually, not all the time, but most of the time, they are usually a result of a compromised liver function. How does this uh, help us? So in the treatment process, if let's say we have identified that yes, it is indeed because of a compromised liver function, then we can choose uh, acupuncture points, we can choose uh, herbal medications that target this liver system. And by doing so, we would then be able to improve the symptom of, let's say, dry eyes or tired eyes, blood vision, etc., etc. Okay, so now we go on to the, the next point, which is what do we use this TCM organ concept for? So I've already talked a little bit about how we use the TCM uh, organ concept above, right? But in, in its essence, right, this concept of the, the TCM organs is widely used by physicians as a way to diagnose and a way to treat disease. Right? So as I've talked about, each of these organ systems, be it the primary or secondary organ system, they each have their own unique functions and the associations. So by knowing what these functions and what these associations are, we can then use this knowledge to understand how illness and disease occur and subsequently choose the appropriate treatments to target where the imbalances have occurred. Right, so I reiterate again, give you an example of the, the liver is associated with the eye, right? We know that if you have an eye condition, most likely it's related to the liver system. 
right? And doing by reading your tongue, by taking your pulse, asking you other symptoms, we realize that hey, yes, it is indeed true that your liver system is compromised. That's why you have maybe tired eyes or blurred vision. So by giving you some herbs that target this area of imbalance, we are able to improve your eye issue. Right? Give you a few more examples. Uh, in, in TCM, we say that our kidneys control growth and reproduction. This is why when individuals come in with uh, fertility issues, right? you want to give birth, you have been trying for a while, but you are not able to conceive. Most of the time, fertility treatments would resolve around this con- revolve around this concept of pushen. Right? Pushen means to nourish the kidney. And why we want to nourish the kidney, why we want to tonify the kidney, is because the kidney, we know from a TCM point of view, controls growth and reproduction. So by tonifying the kidney, by pushen, we are able to improve this problem of infertility. Right? Another example, our spleen governs digestion. Right? You can understand our spleen as the digestive system. But apart from governing digestion, it also governs the circulation of nutrients throughout the body. Right? So for some people, you know, I have a lot of patients, they say they, they still feel tired every day, uh, they have low energy. But they tell me, hey, I sleep, I sleep 8-9 hours every day, I eat 3 meals, I, you know, I eat well, I don't eat rubbish food, I sleep enough. But why do I still feel tired every day? And sometimes the reason is because their spleen function is not functioning at 100%. Right? They may have the nutrients coming into their body, they may even be able to digest the food properly. But because this function of the spleen not being able to circulate the nutrients throughout the body, there is still a lack of nutrients in the body and that's why you maybe still feel tired. Another more interesting example, in TCM we say that the lung is related to the secondary organ of the large intestine. The lungs is related to the large intestine. So for uh, some patients right in, in China, I've I heard some or my mentors tell me, or read some papers where for individuals with COPD, chronic obstructive pulmonary disorder, they are actually able to treat this kind of lung-related disease by giving them herbs that are more or less like a laxative. Right? By giving them a laxative kind of herb, they're able to solve a problem that is related to the lung. Strange, right? But from a TCM point of view, we say that this is not surprising because the lung is related to the large intestine. And so there are, there are many, many other interesting examples that I can give you. But the gist of it all is that knowing these unique TCM organ function and TCM organ associations, we can actually explain why a lot of these symptoms that we may experience occur. And by being able to explain them, it also then gives us a way to treat or even prevent these problems from happening in the first place. Now the TCM organ is by the TCM organ system is by no means the only way we use to diagnose and treat disease. There are several other methods or school of thought as well. For example, we can use the meridian channel to diagnose illness and disease. For example, maybe you have pain at the side of your head. Okay, so we say that this is XYZ meridian channel. Or if let's say you have pain at the back of your head, okay, we say this is ABC meridian channel. So this is a different school of thought already or a different way to diagnose disease or treat disease. And there are several of these, but by far the TCM organ system is one of the most commonly used by you know physicians. And it's also the most, uh, I think, easiest to understand. 
And this is also why I want to introduce uh, this concept to you today. Lah. And also because, you know, sometimes when physicians explain to, to patients about their conditions, it's also very difficult to, you know, say that, oh, you have a problem with your kidney or you have a problem with your heart. Because in if if I didn't understand this concept, you would come across as very, oh, like, am I going to die or is it very serious? But in reality, the way we understand disease from a Western point of view and from a TCM point of view is very, very different. And it's not correct to say that, oh, if I tell you you have a problem with your, your kidney system with a t- from a TCM point of view, that you have some kidney disease, right? It's not equals to that because as I've mentioned before, TCM organs are not the same as Western medicine organs. Right, so, so just to conclude, to put it simply, what a TCM organ is, right? Our TCM organs, or our organs from a TCM point of view, rather, they aren't just there to perform certain physiological functions like, you know, pumping blood or exchanging oxygen or digesting food that we understand from a conventional Western medicine point of view. Even though these functions certainly are, of course, important as well. But there are also these philosophical functions attached to these organs that are equally important as well. And we use these philosophical functions to help us explain why certain symptoms occur that may not be in line with conventional uh, Western medicine understanding of these organs. Right? And this is why sometimes TCM physicians are able to explain why certain why a certain symptom or certain symptoms occur when Western medicine may not have the answer, right? Using this philosophical understanding of these organs instead. Right. And by of course knowing this organ system well, we can have a better understanding of how the body works, how to treat illness and disease, and I think more importantly, how to prevent illness and disease from occurring in the first place. Right? So just to summarize once again, TCM organs are not to be understood as the same as conventional Western medicine organs. They have several functions, some of which are based on physiology and other special functions based on TCM philosophy. And why this TCM organ system is so important is because as physicians or even as an individual, right, we can use them to diagnose, we can use them to treat disease, and I think more importantly, we can also use them to prevent illness and disease from even happening in the first place. Right, so that's all I have for you today. Hope you have learned something about the TCM organ system. Thank you so much for listening. If you you know enjoyed the podcast, you can support us by following us on Instagram at the TCM folks. We are always happy to hear what you guys think of our show. And if you have any feedback or questions or topics you want covered, you can also drop us a, a message on our Instagram, right? So I'll see you guys then in the next episode.